We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean, hanging with us for the next hour. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Woo-wee. Uh, hey, guys. Um, hey, guys. Hey, Steve. What's um, going on, man? Well, uh, so right, we have we have a little video system. So if we're in different studios, we're all a little distance right now, just trying to be safe with the Omicron running rampant. Uh, usually, so we could see each other, which is great, or if I'm broadcasting at home. Right now, something magical is happening. I just added both of you. And there are two of me yeah. right now, and I like what I'm seeing. It's Donna, Steve, Steve, and Don. So you Donna, are you seeing twice, this? I guess. Yeah, cool. You like it? Yeah, it's great. Do you want me New to put you in the other quadrant so you can like have do- like left and right side, like where I am right now? You know? Uh, oh yeah, that'd be kind of nice. Then yeah, I could like. Yeah. For those down. of you who don't understand what we're talking about, we uh, we are on camera to one another, so we can see one another in this kind of Brady Bunch type of box. Very much so. Situation, except there's only four boxes right now. There's two Steves. <laughs> oh wait, let me look down at you. Yeah. Uh, two Steves. <laughs> John, the youngest one in curls. That's what it really feels like. And so, so this will be for our amusement only. We will turn our virtual heads together. Like I'll look at Dawn right now. Hey now. Then I can look up at Donna. Oh, let me look down at you. Does that look right? Yeah. Oh, great. I just took a couple this is of great. snaps. We'll, we'll, we'll put them on we'll Twitter. We'll throw them on Twitter. That's great. At Dawn at Dark. Welcome in, everybody. It's a Tuesday edition of it our show. It is. And I am trying to find information <laughs> on... You're going to like what you see. On the Betty White Challenge for Canine Inspired oh, Change. Donna. You're going to like what you see. Did We're we over 10,000. His... Oh, what? Yes. We're over 10,000. It's going to blow you away. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. We Shut got to up! over 10,000. <gasps> the initial goal was to try to raise $5,000. Oh, my God. And then we blew past that even before uh, we were off the air, like before the end of the first hour. And so the other shows com- oh. came on. They just crushed it. You crushed and it. And we got to over 10,000. Um, oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I wonder what the collective amount is. If there's a place where everyone who raised money can submit oh. to get the big national or worldwide. I think that's going to be kind of impossible because yeah. there wasn't one hub for all of it. Right. So, so there's like people, they were asking people to just do it on their own. Oh, it would be so nice to know. Yeah. 
Wow. I bet it's just millions and millions and yes, millions of dollars. True. So thank you. Woo! My talker's coming through again. They do it. They every time that we ask them to step up, they do it. That's uh, that of course, you know, to, to honor the legacy of Betty White. They have a photo that is now out online. I'll I'll put this up on our uh show links page here in a moment. But what they believe is the last photo taken of Betty White. And this was uh taken on December. 20th uh her assistant uh, threw it out there and just said hey everyone it's kirsten betty's assistant on this special day yesterday her birthday i wanted to share this photo of betty i believe it's one of the last photos of her she was radiant and beautiful mm-hmm. and as happy as ever thanks to all of you who are doing kind things today and every day to make the world a better place and betty's wearing this lovely green top and she just she looks oh, fantastic. she looks great she looks yeah she looks beautiful and that's just like what 10 days before she died 12 days something like that yeah. oh isn't that incredible how she can look so healthy yeah i know you're being a little morbid here but i get i think this a lot like someone's alive the day before they're dead exactly you know what i mean yeah yeah. So I get it. Donna doesn't, there's not a day that goes by that Donna doesn't ponder death in some way. It's true. But I think that maybe there's a little bit of healthiness in that, actually, Donna. Depends how you look at it. Depends how you think about it. Exactly. Is it just total, you know, fear and trepidation? Oh, gosh. Is it a, uh, a reminder to be cognizant of the limited time that we have mm-hmm. so that we live better, live fuller, live more intentionally? Right. Like, how are you using these thoughts? Yeah, or you just pricing out coffins. Remember my dad's friend George? <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah. Pilgrim how's, George. How's that going? Just, he's he's doing great. He's, how's the uh, coffin? I think the coffin is uh, is coming along quite well. In fact, it might even now be fully complete. He this is a, a man who uh, felt a call on his life. He felt that God called him to to walk everywhere and just share love and kindness with people. So he'd walk along the side of the highway, walk over forty thousand miles in his life all over the world what an amazing and man feels very at peace with the concept of death so much so that he made his own coffin and my dad helped him imagine hey could you come help me with the project this weekend sure what are you thinking just bring some tools okay cool what are we are we make are we shiplapping something yeah oh, we're, we're gonna build my casket a, a barn door into a beautiful inside door, you know, with barn wood. Nope, making yeah, no. my casket. Yeah, it's going to be this. I'm going to lay in it. Tell me if this is long enough. Oh. <laughs> Something. There, someone in uh, in Pittsburgh. I, I have a friend, and I have friends in the news department, and I'm going to reach out to a friend in Pittsburgh who works for a local news station. There, they need to do a story on him. You know, they need to do Absolutely. a story about a guy who's making his own casket. You know, um, who did you say should do it? Um. Like CBS Sunday Morning. Well, well, CBS in Pittsburgh. I have a friend who works for KDKA there, the first color television studio, by the way. Ooh. Um, and, and they're big in radio, hey, did too. Did you say they're KDKA? The, KDKA. I believe that's the first radio station First ever. radio station. Yes. I might have been making the part up about the uh, color TV station. In fact, I think that's a KSTP thing here in Minnesota. I believe we were the first station broadcasting color. But yes, the first AM radio station, KDKA. KDKA. That's right. On the other side of the Mississippi. Otherwise, it would be a W. That's how they do That's the W's right. and the things. It's, and the thingies. Is... So, you know, if they do it at that station, pick yep. up the story, Sa- CBS Sunday Morning might be able, might pick it up, or the national They very news. well could. You just never know. It's um, such a cool story. Speaking of 
the concept of death, of course, celebrity death has been in the headlines these past couple of weeks. The wow. passing of Bob Saget um, a little over a week ago. We mentioned that he had a, a funeral that was on Friday in L.A. I just want to read to you the list of pallbearers for Bob Saget. Okay? Oh, okay. This is a pretty crazy list. Uh, of course, you have John Stamos and Dave Couillet. Uh, Uncle Jesse and Joey from Full House as co-stars. But other pallbearers, according to NBC News, include John Mayer, the legend Norman Lear, oh, wow. celebrity roastmaster Jeff Ross, wow. Judd Apatow, and Netflix CEO Ted Sarandos. Those wow. were his pallbearers. What a list. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah, it says a lot about him. Uh, Dave Chappelle, Kathy Griffin, Chris Rock, Seth Green, also at the funeral as well. So sad. I still can't believe it. All right, listen. Let's just pick this up. We're going to pick it up. We got a great show. We had a great show. What are you doing? We got a good show. 10.30 today, we play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We do that each and every day at 10.30, hour two, if you listen on the podcast. Uh, DeVal watched episode one of a show called Somebody Somewhere Mm -hmm. and has good feelings about it. Great, because I've never heard of this. Should I have? When we come back, uh, we'll get into some things that make you go, huh? We all love the movie Castaway, right? Brutal ending. Brutal ending to mm, that. Yeah. But it was... Uh, brutal it was... beginning, too. <laughs> it's a brutal <laughs> movie. It was kind of brutal as well. You're right, actually. Uh, that being well said, quite the, quite the cinematic feat that they pulled off. How long do you think it took for them to make the Tom Hanks movie Castaway? And what did they do during the downtime? Tell you that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. I'll be back in like an hour. An hour. God. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. He dug up a lot of good dirt. dirt. On my talk 1071, where talk is fun. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. And we are naturally curious. <laughs> Steve's coming with some water cooler fun facts. <sighs> How long do you think it took to shoot the movie Castaway, which we just determined? Not only does it have a brutal ending, it has a brutal beginning and a brutal middle. Uh, but it's a great movie. I've only seen it one time. It's not the movie where you say, we should rewatch right. Castaway tonight. But still, really good, huh? Yeah. What's yeah. your problem, I didn't, I didn't Donna? love it. I don't know. It's survival. The heartbreak at the end of a guy who, because of circumstances entirely out of his control, mm. still loses the love of his life. I know, Spoiler that's alert. Knock, knock on the door. Honey, I'm home. How long was he gone? I don't know. Like a few years? Ten yeah. years? Not ten years. Two years? Let's say two to four years. Okay, she couldn't wait four years? <laughs> oh, my God. That's my no, point. I mean, that's the heartbreak of it. And then he has to turn. She didn't know, He gets there Donna. in the rain. He walks to her house. He's in the, his I house. Know, his house. Oh, yeah. And there's Stands some other guy in there, door. probably in a towel. Yeah, it was yeah. really sad. 
Honey, get back up here. I mean, all he did was dream of getting back to her, and then we had that ending. It kept him alive. I know, but... Yeah, no, that's why it. it's a sucky movie. I hate it, too. Yeah, I've decided Boo. I hate it. How long? Two weeks. I would say... Okay. <laughs> I'd say a year. Castaway was filmed over two years. Whoa. Why, they asked. I know the why. Beard. Why? Well, the change of season... The change of his body needed two years. Yes. One of you is correct. Ooh. Dawn oh. is correct. Oh. It took Tommy Hanks about a year to lose the weight needed and to grow his hair out for all of the island scenes. Yeah. During the year off, their downtime, Robert Zemeckis, director, and most of the crew filmed What Lies Beneath. Okay. That's how oh, much downtime they had. I thought you were going to say they ate a lot of great food in front of him. And right in front of him. Yeah. So you sorry, know, you have to say skinny. Sorry. <laughs> could you imagine having to lose a ton of weight for a movie, like to look sickly thin? That would suck. Guys, I've yeah. done a three-day juice cleanse, and I'm ready to punch a person. Mm-hmm. Well, and Tom Hanks kind of created some health problems for you himself definitely because then he gained a lot of weight for another role and just the ups and downs really messed with his i don't know if it's like his glucose levels oh, or not, what it was it's oh, nice to be joined by dr valentine yeah, yeah by doing those really extreme diets mm-hmm. you know makes it difficult to have a Are, normal metabolism again are you suggesting that I don't pull the trigger on the latest <laughs> cleanse I'm thinking about, which is a watermelon cleanse? Oh watermelon All you do is eat watermelon for three days, mm. Don. It's apparently okay, just, very detoxifying you for your liver. water. Because I want to eat something. I want to eat something. I want to have the process and the pleasure that comes from chewing. Yeah. And I want to lose three to five pounds right around my abdomen. So but that's why I'm right interested. Back. Yeah, yeah I'm, I get a little worried about you and these stupid, <laughs> trendy things. All protein. Don't say stupid, Donna. Just cut all carbs. Yeah, just cut yeah, your carbs. That I that's you what you it, want right? to lose. Yep, that's I what it takes. I did that once and before then... the CMA Awards. I just did that for two months and dropped the weight, lifted some weights, looked great. Hey, where are we on you Let's working out pictures. again this year, Donna? Well, What's I was going to go back to the update? gym the first week of... January, but I am sorry. This variant is way too contagious. They have required, I know the gym you're talking about, you have to wear a mask again. Okay. Oh, is that right? Yes, and that's a good thing. Uh, Is that like an interplanetary sort of place Mm -hmm. to exercise? It is. is, Yeah, you can go to different planets and, you know, work out there if you have uh, $20 a month. Sure, 10 bucks if you signed up before January 17th. Exactly. Um, You know, and... It's really harder to work out with a mask on. And I did it for all last year until they said, hey, no more. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. More of this. Um, but yeah, I, I, and a lot of people, the thing is, is that you can be wearing a mask, but there's so many people that are just chinning it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sure. Can somebody tell him I get very, very like tattletale. Like can't I want to tell we the front ring desk. that clunker thing. Like there are people <laughs> you know that are on the treadmill, the lunk alarm, and they, lunk alarm, their yeah. nose are not just like snout out, but like full mouth yeah. breathing out. I see people on planes like that all the time too. So like, you're you're suggesting, and again, we won't the name the gym, alarm. but the, the 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 lunk alarm that this place has, the solar system fitness situation. <laughs> That they replace the lunk alarm with the mask alarm. Somebody needs to say something. Or somebody needs to <laughs> be monitoring to be the floor and making sure that... Mask no, up. That's yeah. All, yeah. We would be like old librarians, wouldn't we, Donna, yeah. if we were running that Well, joint. I'm a little bit of a rules Nazi. Me too. <laughs> Like, you know, just follow the rules. It's not that hard. People won't do it. And then yeah. they'll lose customers. I don't know what their policy is, but boy. Plus, especially if it's just a privately enforced thing... Let's think of how this has gone for flight attendants asking people to put their mask up when this is a federal regulation. They have got the federal government's backing. So if you're a private business or a publicly traded business, but you're a business that has independently said, hey, we're going to do masks again, enforcing that is like a recipe for a fight that ends up on YouTube, you know, customer in their face. And yeah, I can just see it being weird. I Maybe just, work I out at home right I now. Wonder, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm just wondering what it is about those types of people. Non-rule followers? That, like, what is, what is, what's your problem? Like, there's like some kind of entitlement to her. Like, you can't tell me what to do. They should have like a lifeguard stand, you know, like yeah. up at the top near Blowing the lunk alarm, and then yep. you just point people out. Put them on the screen. I don't care. No, let's squid game them. <laughs> oh, Donna. Wow. No. Maybe, maybe just with like a shock collar or something. <laughs> I was behind a guy. I flew first class recently. Oh. And I was uh, behind a guy who just, the, the flight attendant had to tell him like four times before we took off. Come on. Sir, we, we just, we do need your mask. And then he would like put it up and then I guess instinctively just pull it down again. I don't know. Were you sitting know. next to him? I was sitting behind him. Oh, okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the gym today, and I'm going to do squats, guys. All right. Good luck. Squats for my butt. Have a good time, then. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. Hey, when we come back, I'll tell you about a new show that I just started, episode one. Uh, Donna, I think you might like it. We're back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Checked out a new show on Showtime. Is that where I watched it? Boy, you're just really taking advantage of the Showtime I know, thing. right? Yeah. Are you on a trial? No. Are you doing... Oh, uh, did you geez. watch Yellow Jackets? Yes. Okay, mm. so then you moved on to this. Yes. Yellow Jackets. Scared. I believe it's H... Is it... Wait, is it HBO? What's it called again? It's called Somebody Somewhere. Oh, Darn. very vague. Hmm. So this, I'm sorry, it's it's HBO, it's not Showtime. Okay. Okay, so I watched it on HBO Max. This stars Bridget Everett, familiar with her? Never heard of her. She is a character <laughs> actress, she's a comedian, she's wild, she's fun, she's, uh, did, did you ever see the movie Patty Cakes? Patty no. Cake? No. I'm going to look her is up. Is that an you, Irish movie? 
<laughs> no, it's like not. Like Patty. No. Oh, no. Oh, boy. It's, uh, it's about a young rapper. And let's see, what else would you know her from? She's a comedian. She's an actress. She's also a singer. Um, singer. She's a, a New York kind of actress. She's been in Sex and the City. Uh, Patty Cake. I'm trying to think of anything. Well, it doesn't matter. She's been in Trainwreck. You'd know her if you saw her. She's delightful. Anyway, it's her show. She is the star of the show. And there's only one episode out right now, but she does such a great job with this subtle performance. And she basically moved back to her hometown in Kansas to take care of her sister, who ended up passing away. And it's been a month or two since her sister passed away, and she's still trying to cope. And it's just kind of, you know, it's it's got like a, you guys ever watch Shrill? Yeah. Bryant. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got like that kind of vibe to it a little bit. Um, she meets up with somebody she once was in choir with in her hometown. This is really grabbing me. It's very, I think, I know, I really think you'd like it. It's, it's very charming. If I had to describe it, I would say it's very charming. Is it a documentary star or is this a story this is a this is okay. a scripted it's, it's a scripted story it's a okay. scripted story it's very sweet which is why i think you might like it but it's also kind of got like everybody is accepted for who they are kind of vibe to the sitch okay and um, just, is it a 30 or a 60 it's a 30 oh you got me now Ooh, yeah, maybe it's, it's it could positive. be a 40 i may be lying to you still it's though, under an hour though it's yep. good yes for sure and i know why donna likes it because it's described as a coming of middle age story <laughs> that is how it's described anything and she loves age. anything coming up yes yeah, coming of, of age. coming of that whole process she just loves it and looking back i also like the charm of going back to your hometown and then, not necessarily like in a romantic boy-girl way, but mm-hmm. in a, you know, when you go home, you remember who you are mm. and why you left. And then, you, <laughs> and then you go, thank God, no. Yeah, you know, you just kind of, it kind of gives you a, the, just a bittersweet feeling. It and does. that's what I like about yeah. this. Mm. I almost feel that way, you know, each time that I go to Pittsburgh, I love Pittsburgh. Um, That's where I was born and raised. And we go there once or twice every year. But with each year that passes, and maybe more as I have a family that's established here, it seems more and more difficult, the concept of someday moving home. You Mm. get that sense of, you know, you can't go home again. We love that we have that landing spot where we can go at my parents' house and just be ourselves and feel relaxed and all of that. But I can't imagine moving back and Mm. living in a house there in Pittsburgh. But you know what? Stranger things have happened, right? You know, never know. 15, 20 years down the line. Exactly. You could find yourself going back to that comfortable, nostalgic Mm. situation. Well, and I think part of the reason for you is you have children. You know, if you're a single person Mm -hmm. or, you know, a childless person, it's very easy to think about going back someday. Mm. Sure. Oh, uh uh-oh. Wait a second. Are these breadcrumbs? Do you want us to pick up Don't on these? Don't worry about it. Have you looked into Jersey real estate? No. No. I haven't. <laughs> anyway, do you guys see Palmer? 
the movie Palmer. No, with Justin Timberlake. Yes. She, this, um, Bridget Everett was in that. Okay. Also, she's, uh, and that movie, oh, Dawn, you would love that movie, I don't too, like I Justin Timberlake. I don't either, but okay. the movie is worth it. And the Donna story. is desperate to contextualize this actress also, for you, Dawn. <laughs> yes, I am. Also, the, um, <laughs> the girl from... Ted Lasso is in it too. The okay. girl, you know, the one who plays the girlfriend. Yes. Uh, do you watch Ted Lasso? I did. Yeah, I okay. finally got on the train and watched. Wait, which girlfriend? So you the, mean like the girlfriend to the mean guy? Yeah, that's what. Oh, I okay, see. Juno she's Temple. Juno yes, Temple. so she's in it, and she plays a drug addict, and it, she plays it very well. She's okay. a drug addicted mother. Hmm. Anyway, somebody hmm. somewhere HBO. I like it. I think it's very sweet. I've only seen one episode, but. And you said that's all that's released right now anyway. Yes. So there isn't my pressure to continue to watch. I just finished White Lotus. I'm continuing to watch Only Murders in the Building. I got to start that. But then I got to start Boba Fett. I have to start oh, Yellow Jackets Oh, now. and I just started um, um, Yellow Jackets is hard to watch for Dawn, me. Yeah. Let me throw a lighter fare out because, yeah, Yellow Jackets was messing with Donna. Um, you said I, I Boba Fett. I had nightmares. How about, um, did you ever watch the series Hawkeye, which came out like November on Disney Plus? I didn't. MC did, though. Did he enjoy it? He loved it, yeah. I thought it was so well done, so fun. And this coming, you know, God love Jeremy Renner, but his character, not exactly the grabbiest, most box off That's dollar. That's why I'm, yeah. And, and, but Hawkeye, it's really well done and done. Yeah. Since I feel like Don, I feel like Donna and I both try to pitch you on shows. <laughs> no, we're trying. You no, I that love sense? it. I like it. I like it. And well, so you were like, she was like, well, maybe you'd know the actress from here. Uh, have you ever seen this miniseries? It was in England. Show yeah. five. Um, how about this? Hawkeye set in New York City during the holidays. You love New oh, York City and the rom- the the romance of New York City on yes, screen. Yes. NYC during the holidays. Okay. Very well done. Boba Fett's pretty strong so far. We're three episodes in. Mm-hmm. Here's why it's not getting as much buzz as uh, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, had they not introduced Baby Yoda in the first episode, mm-hmm. it might not have become the Twitter phenomenon that it did. Right. And so that was sort of a, a lightning in a bottle character reveal mm-hmm. with uber cuteness the book of boba fett does not have cuteness but it's still got good star wars stuff in there and there's it's such a rich um place to plant their seeds because there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot about boba fett correct ever in you know the first the and first movie we mentioned this before there was an old improv scene of Patton oswalt in an episode of parks and rec <laughs> years ago where he was trying to filibuster at some city council meeting, and the cameras kept rolling, and as he's trying to take time, so uh, for whatever political maneuvering that is, he describes a scene where Boba Fett, you will have realized, (laughs) has survived falling into that pit, the Sarlacc pit, pit, (laughs) and blah, 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 and then you will see his hand come up through the sand, blah, blah, blah. He describes it all word for word, and it's improv, and people clap at the end. They're like, that was amazing. It's this blooper you can see online. They did it frame for frame. Oh, my God! And they were like, somebody said, I don't know who Patton Oswalt is, but I just saw... His his prediction, what he hoped for, and then clearly the Bo- Book of Boba Fett people saw it, liked Did the they? idea. He's a diehard oh, fan, and oh, you see exactly great. that. 
That's, That's very so funny. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm supposed to watch that with MC, so it's like we have to watch it together. Boba yeah. Fett and I've been di- babysitting dogs and was away, so I get it. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. but um, I will. I will watch this, Donna. Okay, sometime just check this it week. out. Yeah. You, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's too. I, I don't know. I feel like it cleanses the palate of mm. all this dark stuff. Sure, sure. Um, because Rocco suggested a show that I tested out yesterday, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not, not going to do this one. Oh. Yeah, I think he's a little unhinged in some yeah, ways that we're not yeah. fully... It's, it's too much of, of art imitating life oh, for me man. right now during a pandemic. So Ooh. I'm going to skip oh, that on that Oh, that's Station one. Eleven. Mm-hmm. And I do want to watch that. I like the art imitating life situation. Okay. They're going to combine that with um, Grey's Anatomy, right? You're thinking no. uh, ladder. That's Station 19. Oh, okay. How many stations are there? There's a few stations. Okay, okay. Station 11 apparently has to do sort of with a pandemic situation. Oh. Station 19, I believe, is the fire (laughs) department. You can see how it'd be confused. Shondaland thing that comes on after Grace. They've had crossover episodes. Oh, I see. Okay. So that makes sense. I I did not know that. I feel like I really need to watch Power of the Dog because it's won 21 awards so far. Yeah, I want to see that too. That's the Western with Benedict Cumberbatch, the movie. It's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, it's sweeping everything. Mm -hmm. We're getting uh, mixed reviews from listeners on that. Really? Some people are like, ugh, boring. The scenes are too long. I'm like, I'm still going to watch it. You don't think Benedict Cumberbatch could come in and steal Will Smith's Oscar for King Richard, do you? We'll find out. Like, is it picking up that kind of steam? Because Smith has won in acting categories in multiple award shows already, most notably the Golden Globes. I hope it's the year that Will Smith wins an Academy Award. I do, too. I feel like there's more buzz around Kirsten Dunst. Yes, then, for Power of the yes, Dog. Okay. Right. Then there is for um, the Batch. Can Benedict I watch Cumberbatch? Can I watch King Richard streaming somewhere? I think it's free now. Yeah, okay. is it free is or it is it not on HBO Max anymore? Because oh, they do this crap. The, uh, Remember, oh. I tried to watch Dune. Oh. I got all excited. You're right. They do it for a limited. I went to see Dune in the theater on Sunday. Oh, how oh, was it? Really? I can't believe people like it. Dawn. Yeah, I, I was, was so excited, but I'm good. serious. I. I, I just don't know what people are. Why, why does everyone think it's so great? I thought it was kind of boring. I thought it was really pretty, but you know, it's hard to erase the first one. I'm not saying I like it better. I just thought, why do people? This is so complicated. Maybe people like it more if they didn't see the first one. You should have gone to Licorice Pizza. That's oh, true. Boy. You're don't right. waste theater money on Steve, Licorice Pizza. Was it? <laughs> it shot with like a droid phone or something like that? Wow. I don't know. The I listen. I, indie filmmakers are hard workers. They tell a story. They're passionate. It's wonderful. I'm busting their, you know, big ones. But I just like it when a movie looks super expensive. Well, Dune looks super expensive. <laughs> well, I love you it. know, I did. Who I was talking it. about the interview with Ben Affleck talking about how movies like we Dune, yeah. okay, will remain probably in the theaters and all these Marvel type big blockbusters, mm-hmm. but you probably won't see a lot of licorice pizzas right. in the theater anymore because that's not what pe- people want to watch that on the small screen. True, yeah. that's where you're going to find the phone. good stories because studios won't invest the money right for little films. Mm. I'd be very curious to see where this all is. We have to go, but where all streaming is, what the landscape looks like. One decade from today, mm. in the year 2032, <laughs> with President Cyborg ruling over <laughs> us, what will it all look like? I just wonder. Oh, 
Oh, man. We have to go, guys. We have to go. We're just going to take a quick breather. We hope that you stay with us. When we return, uh, it'll be time for if you see something, say something. There was a girl who drove her car onto the ice. This is a really, really scary scenario that I know a lot of us have thought about before. Guess what she did Mm -hmm. when her car was on the ice? You won't believe it. Uh, Also... I have a bone to pick with Kris Jenner, and I rarely delve into the world of Jenner Kardashian, but I will today, only briefly. That coming up when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. We're talking. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Talk is fun! Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey, what's going on? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. What up? What up? How long can this go on, do you think? If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Okay, so there's a story of a woman... Who decided to drive her car out onto a lake. Oh, is it in Minnesota? I don't... No, I think it's in Canada. Okay. Same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. More or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she decides to drive her car onto the lake. And she's like... I guess she's driving fast. And people are now recording, you know, or taking note of her, people who live in the area. And then the thing that happens is the thing that we all fear will happen. And that is the ice broke. Ah. Right? I'm less afraid of, like, the cold of it and more of, like, being in water. Dawn, it's kind of like you're situation Worst nightmare yep where it's just ew i don't want to be in this water and then there's ice you know so you can't get out anywhere you have to can you pull yourself out i mean just the whole thing this is a bad scenario yeah so did the person immediately call 911 and run back to land no 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 In fact, I think there's video of this, of her flying by in her car. Okay, so she hits the thin spot. The ice breaks. So as the car is sinking into the freezing water, random people were coming to save her using a kayak. One guy who helped said you could see her start gathering stuff into a bag while her car was sinking. Everyone on shore was yelling, get out, just leave it. She eventually made her way onto the roof of the car. Then while they were trying to get to her, she just stood on the top of the car and started taking selfies. What? Yep. Now, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Hold up. Wait a minute. This sounds like something you would do, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Think of the live stream numbers you would get. No. If you... 
I'm just going to defend her for a moment. The girl who took selfies while on, on standing on top of her car after crash through the ice waiting to be rescued. If there was nothing for her to do at that point, except wait for the kayak to get there, maybe we hear selfie and we think Kardashian duck face pouty lips. What a morning. Like Mondays, am I right? But maybe... She was just taking pictures of like, I have to die. You will not believe this. This is crazy. That's my car. That's under me. And you have them for later. Come on. No. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) No. The guy who helped her. Yes. Smacked her in the face. Said she was smiling when she got to shore and said it was really fun and that she would totally do it again. No. No. You need to be put in jail. Well, she is facing charges. Is she? Yep. Dangerous operation of a motor vehicle. She could lose her license. Great. I'm not sure if there's any other charges, but Steve. Okay. All right. We got to get out of that mindset of... Okay, well, listen, now I'm seeing a picture. I'm watching the video. I will not. I am seeing the picture, and it does look a little more... <gasps> She's flying! She, Steve, she is flying across the ice. It looks like she's doing 60 miles per hour. Flying, and somebody in their backyard took video of it. Wow. And then these people so she did it on purpose. are risking their lives, yeah, to get a good video. I mean, people have fallen off cliffs and people are risking their selfies. lives to save her. Right, that's where you get pro- you get prosecuted for that because yeah. they had to use time and energy to rescue you when you put yourself in that situation. Well, and they're probably people who are parents, you know, and you know, they're putting their their family at risk. Wow. The rescuers. Oh yeah, there are uh this she's like buzzing along and there are kids near the yard she's probably 50 yards out yeah, like a hockey net there but it they're looks like. skating on the ice yeah oh my gosh does she she needs a mental check yeah you're right Dawn. i think we might be having an episode mm. you know what i mean yeah did you watch the video steve is yeah. that what you were watching mm-hmm. that's what he's doing right now i can okay. tell by the look on his face you see the look of concern yeah you yeah. look you want to take a... back everything you said yes yeah. I do. Well, imagine yes, if this I was do. your daughter yes i do mm-hmm. she would be getting a talking too yeah like you have to stay at home with us i know you're 23 but you have to live here now forever for the rest <laughs> we of your can't life trust you <laughs> you're an insurance liability you're right steve you think you'll ever get to the point where you're like these kids leave are they ever gonna leave well to be very honest you kind of get to that point every night at like 8 45 <laughs> i wish we could go out on that i could just you know. that's it man that's the every uh, parent knows this is the really the- bizarre thing you experience both of these emotions mm-hmm. within a 15 to 20 minute stretch where when you're trying to get them to bed some nights you're just like i just need you i need peace and quiet. You know how mm-hmm. infrequently I have peace and quiet in this house? It would blow your mind. Never. Yeah. Until you get them to sleep. And then you get them to sleep and you feel this warm rush after you sit down and relax. And then you have like these, these this fondness bubbles up in the stillness of the house at night where you think, oh, they were so cute today. And that was a fun little moment. And oh, look at them just tucked away in their beds. You, it's okay to experience both of those feelings of like, well, these rats just go to sleep mm-hmm. please and also and you kind of oh, also dream about when guys. they'll move out 
Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. That makes me really sad. I just read a uh, former executive. Actually, he's still the executive producer. Just because I left doesn't mean everybody left. He's the executive <laughs> producer of Twin Cities Live, Christian Unser. He uh, had a post on Instagram the other day about his son, who has turned 18, Aww. and how he still checks his room every night I, before he goes to sleep. He peeks in to make sure you know they're he's sleeping sick, soundly. Right? Yep. And uh, and he said, I know that one day soon I'll look in there and he won't be in there anymore. And I, you know, because he feel snuck about out those. of the house. No, Donna. <laughs> oh. Moved out in the passage of time. It's like father of the bride. Wow, he's that's that's cool. I yeah, it's like you want him to leave at some point, but then you want him to come back. Want him to come back? Yeah, once you're almost leave, waiting for them to. You're sobbing in the driveway as they pull their truck away. And oh God, like, their rooms will remain untouched for yes. twenty years. You know. <laughs> I said, I'm the guy who's going to still watch kid shows every now and again just to remember the feeling of the oh, innocence. Steve, that's so sweet. I want to go right. now. No, you you stay. Dawn can go. I'm going to go Bye, lay Dawn. in my kids' bed. Bye. All right, Rocco is coming in with a dirt alert up next.